You are tuned in to the Supernatural Encounters broadcast from Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade, Pastor Champions Church, Lakoja. Connect with us on Facebook at Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade. I'm also on Instagram as Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade. Or visit us online, https colon slash slash www.supernatural-encounters.org. Stay tuned and God bless you richly. All right, praise the Lord. We want to give thanks and praise to Him for another wonderful opportunity to come your way. We shall be looking at a very important topic, loving selflessly and giving unconditionally. Loving selflessly and giving unconditionally. Let us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, we ask that you breathe your bread on us, shine your light into your world. The entrance gives light and understanding to the simple. Let your word come according to your word that says, your word that goes for out of your mouth shall not return unto you void, but shall accomplish the purpose of which it's been sent. Let the same happen right now, unhindered, and then to accomplish purpose in people's lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Generally speaking, when we talk about love, one key scripture that comes to our mind readily is John 3.16. John 3.16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is a scripture, even though popular, but at the same time would not come into God's word presumptuously or carelessly or casually to come into God's words with reference because even from this same so-called popular scripture, God can give us better illumination, better understanding of what uh, love is really all about. But we can see from this scripture that what propelled God to give was love. Every time you see love, giving follows. Giving is usually preceded by love. Now, it's not as if people cannot uh, uh, give without loving yeah, or love without giving. But both work together. You can People can give without necessarily loving. But you see, such giving is either plastic or surface and doesn't really carry as much weight as uh, uh, when one is in love. True love gives. And that has been demonstrated by God here that uh, uh, there is no one that is in love that doesn't give at one point or the other. So we want to look at how how to love better selflessly and how to give better unconditionally. Another scripture that comes to mind when we look at this passage or this kind of topic is in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. That tells us that but God commanded his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, this, this explains to us clearly that God's love was demonstrated towards us not when we were qualified. But when we were disqualified, uh, uh, again, this is corroborating what we read in John 3, verse 16, explaining God's kind of law. Because even the scripture describes God himself as law. And now the third one we want to look at is in 1 John 3, and verse 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. The Bible says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it kneweth him not. From all these passages, it is crystal clear that God himself demonstrates love. Uh, uh, and um, God wants to bring us into a closer dimension, a closer level of intimacy with love. Now we want to go a little deeper by understanding what God 
has in mind and what God really wants to uh, 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 make us become in terms of loving. In 1 John 4 verse 8, 1 John 4 verse 8, the Bible says, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. This makes love, the subject of love, very, very compulsory. He that does not love, does not know God. Meaning you cannot say, I know God, or I am serving God, and then walking out of love. No. Your true proof, in fact, your, the hallmark of your knowing God is demonstrated in love. Because the God you claim to serve, the God you claim to be connected to, is love himself. In that same first John chapter 4, verse 16, verse 16 tells us, And we have known and believed the love that God had to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. This then further explains to us the interconnectivity between our relationship with God and love. In fact, you can say, we can put it this way, that if you dwell in God, you dwell in love. If you dwell in love, you dwell in God. You can interchange the two for one another. And so we've got to understand God's approach to love. God can be described as love. According to 1 John 4, verse 8, God is love. And we can also say, love is God. So any believer that really wants to claim that he is connected to God must understand the subject of love. Not knowing what love is, not knowing who love is, and then claiming to be connected to God is just like trying to play around without really knowing, hitting the, the, the nail on the head or hitting the, the bull, bull's eyes. Now, when we talk about love, there are different types of love that we can look into by way of laying foundation for this subject because if we do not pick it from the foundation we just realize that we are digressing and then people may not fully understand what type of law we want to look at is a law we call brotherly law which is generally referred to as filial. According to what the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 a man that has friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. We live in a world that is interrelated we live in a world that is interconnected. And when we talk about love from the Christian perspective, the Bible clearly recognizes the brotherly law. In this brotherly law, you cannot be receiving only without giving. Some people claim, well, I don't have friends. People don't try to, people cannot become my friends. But the question I want to ask you is, how friendly are you as well? If you don't position yourself in such a way that you are friendly, you may not have friends. Brother love entails we connecting together by showing ourselves as friendly. The fact of the matter is that nobody can live life in isolation. God did not create us to live, you know, in, uh, like they normally say, a tree does not make a forest and no man is an island to himself. No matter how brilliant and how intelligent you think you are, you will still need someone to help you along the line of life. And God has surrounded us with people, but the question is, how friendly are we? For example, somebody is nice, nice to you. The good thing is that be friendly, be nice to the person as well. That is the beauty of the Christian law. It is a general principle, but particularly for us in the church, in the things of God, we must understand how this works and why we must make it work. Hebrews 13 verse 1 says, let brotherly love continue. We must understand that we are brethren. We must understand that we are together. We must understand that God has brought us to relate together. 
for his own purpose and for his own counsel. Failure to understand this, we may be going contrary to what God has ordained for us. The Bible makes it clear to us in the Gospel according to St. John chapter 13, 34 and 35. Jesus said, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. He said, By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. He's talking about brotherly love here. In other words, a tool for us to really reach out and do effective evangelism is when we love one another. In Romans 12 and verse 10, Romans 12 verse 10, we are enjoined to be kindly affectioned towards another. It should not be a plastic thing. It should not be a surface thing. It should not just be a kind of lip service. It must be done, you know, with, with kindness. We must be affectionately connected. The Bible makes us to understand in first Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 9 that we are to love one another. Brotherly love must be done like this. In first Peter chapter 1 and verse 22, the Bible enjoys us to love fervently. No, not not the call, not carrying cold soldiers. No, we must love fervently. It must be sincere, it must be genuine, it must be real. The Bible also tells us in first Peter chapter 3 and verse 8, we must be pitiful and then be cautious. The Lord bless you and increase you in love in Jesus' name. Amen.